Hey, this is Matt, and you're listening to episode 27 of In Todd We Trust, the podcast that reviews the most popular movies in theaters and also gets off topic. Today, we'll be discussing John Wick 3. Let's forget to spit my gum out. Um, <laughs> Just save it for later. And I always put it, here's the thing that's so stupid is that I always put in gum like on my way here. So I already know it's, I yeah. do it to myself. Um, all right. Welcome to episode 27 of Entitled We Trust. Um, you can now uh, go to our website, itwtpodcast.com, uh, to access spoiler free one sentence reviews and ratings, episode descriptions, song of the week playlist, and movie soundtrack playlist, and submit uh, to be a guest on the show. Um, this episode, we're going to be reviewing. John Wick 3, um, with a very special guest, uh, Matt, uh, Spartan Dog, and founder and owner of Detroit Muscle. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and you can listen to the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, on YouTube. Uh, on YouTube is on uh, Saturdays, Spotify, Apple Podcasts on Thursdays. Um, so, uh, I was waiting for the podcast to ask, I thought about it the other day, how is uh, how's Detroit Muscle? And t- well, I guess tell everyone what Detroit Muscle is too. You know, for for listeners who aren't familiar. Yeah. So Detroit Muscle, uh, I guess it's an apparel brand, but really, uh, we, we're a content creator um, of fitness content. We've got an Instagram page, uh, website, blog, etc. Um, so we sell. I mean, we sell hooded T-shirts uh, and blender bottles. If you're watching on YouTube, um, you can see right there. Um, it's a solid bottle, guys. Yeah, I've dropped it like. 30 times on concrete, <laughs> everything. I tested the crap out of it. Um, but anyways, we really just create content, um, trying to kind of create a community um, of fitness individuals um, and provide all of that content for free um, is kind of the goal there. Dope, dope. What, uh, what is the IG handle for, for the listeners? Just at D-E-T Muscle. Got it. And that's the D-E-T Muscle.com is the yeah, same website. Okay, website, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, all right. Do you have a song of the week, Matt? Yeah, song of the week, um, Busy Earning by Jungle. Um, ah, a, nice. Yeah. Jungle, you know that's nice. I don't know that song. I do know Jungle, though, and I like a, I like a lot of Jungle stuff, so I might have to go listen to yeah, that. Yeah, Jungle's good. I, I actually rediscovered them um, when I was in Florida, driving across the state from work to vacation, basically, and uh, I just listened to one of their albums on repeat, like, over and over again. It's just good, feel yeah. good music. It is. It is. They, they make, they uh, have some cool music videos, too. They got some cool dancers in their music videos and stuff like that. So, uh, my song of the week is uh, Lucy by Still Woozy. Um, it, uh, I've had it on repeat, like, the last two weeks. I almost made it my song of the week last week, but was conflicted. Um, and uh, it's just, like, cool vibe, like, chill music, um, it you know has a cool beat to it, so some, something to check out. Still Woozy, like I said, is a, is a cool artist, up and coming artist. Um, I almost put something from uh, Carly Rae Jepsen's uh, album on here. Um, I wanted to I wanted to keep my G card though, so um, so not this week. She might slip in here sometime soon, but uh, that album is fire. Just just FYI, if you haven't listened to it. Um, all right, we have uh, our random rapid fire question round. So right. if you're ready, uh, no prep. Um, Got ten questions. Uh, there's no time limit on how quickly you have to answer. I need to get like a buzzer or something, but uh, but for right now, just as quickly as you can. Right. Um, what would your assassin name be if you're an assassin? That's a tough one. Um, um, Jerome Diesel. Jerome Diesel. Yeah. 
That is, I, I would be scared of Jerome Diesel. Uh, what's your fight record if you've ever been in a fight before? Oh, un- undefeated. Undefeated. <laughs> undefeated. Uh, weapon of choice if you're an assassin. Ooh, um, I would say like an axe. That's uh, you know what you got to be skilled to wield an axe. Yeah. You got to be skilled. Uh, who would you be most scared to fight? Mm. I know, got the toughies. Yeah, this is a tough one. Um. Cause you want to say no one. You want to say no one, but it's like. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm honestly like. I'm gonna say like Thanos, like. Yeah, he's yeah. the only guy. If anyone can take me down, it's probably he's if the anyone only can one. take. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it to him. Yeah. Uh, humble, humble. Um, uh, John Wick or Neo? Oh, John Wick. <laughs> right? No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't disagree there. Uh, first thing you would do if someone broke into your home? I'd grab my firearm. Yep, firearm or axe or axe. Or axe. Yeah. Weapon of choice. Um, uh, rather get sh- would you rather get shot or stabbed? Oh, shot for sure. Yeah, uh, same, same. Uh, has anyone ever tried to kill you in real life? <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe like inadvertently. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in their minds. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a uh, like a, a bag a drunk college story like right. inadvertently trying to kill somebody. Uh, best your favorite slushy flavor? Go to the theaters. Oh. Coke for sure, just Coke. basic Coke. Classic, absolutely. Um, if you had to rewatch the same movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? I like. I want to say John Wick three, but <laughs> honestly, I think it's like probably the movie three hundred. Three hundred. Uh, yeah. That one just like gets me every time. Yep. Yeah. That's what my last guest said. They said we got a we got a theme here. It's not a coincidence that you both are Spartans. So, <laughs> um, but no, that's a that's a great film. Uh, and actually bringing it up here later. Uh, so I went to the Riviera Theater to watch this, um, which is in Farmington Hills. It's one of Imagine's franchises. It's the weakest of the Imagine franchises, as I've come to find out. Uh, this okay. is my second time going. So I didn't learn my lesson the first time, but, uh, but for sure, you know, I won't say for sure I won't be going back this uh, again because it's right by where I work. So I probably, out of convenience, will go again. But just heads up that Riviera is probably the weakest out of them. Um, don't don't shoot me down, Riviera Theater. If you see me walking into work, um, there was an old guy. So there was an old guy when I when I went in there, um, who was with his wife, and they have like the reserved seating, and he made a mistake somehow and didn't get the seat that was right next to his wife. So he sat the row behind her the entire film, and, and they talked like when I say they talk, they're talking like we're talking now, like as if they were the only people in the theater, like like. Oh man! Like, did you just see that? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, one, sc- just scoot up. Like, no one's here. But it was a right. handy. Like, his wife was in the handicap seat. He wasn't. So I think he was trying to respect that. But I'm like, no one's sitting there. Like, right. please, sir, just sit next to your wife. Yeah. Like, we're, we're halfway into the movie. Yeah. Could, like, nobody's sitting there. Yeah, right. I was like, what are you doing, man? Uh, this was ridiculous. But um, anyway, John Wick three. Um, so description on IMDb is super assassin John Wick is on the run after killing a member of the International Assassins Guild. And with a $14 million price tag on his head, he is, tar- is a target of hitmen and hit women everywhere. Uh, the release date was May 17th, this past weekend. Um, notable cast, Keanu Reeves as John Wick, Halle Berry as Sophia, Lawrence Fishburne as the Bowery King, uh, Ian McShane as Winston. Um, director for the film, uh, Chad Stahelski, I think I'm saying that right. Um, he... In the past, outside of this, outside of the John Wick series, 
has primarily been a stunt choreographer or coordinator of some sort for fight scenes, um, which include the Hunger Games he did it for, the Wolverine, Wolverine, uh, X-Men Wolverine or- Origins, uh, Safe, Sherlock Holmes with uh, Robert Downey Jr., great movie, uh, The Mechanic, Tron, and 300. Um, so definitely knows what, he do- what he's doing as far as fight scenes go. Um, and it shows that I, I understand why he was made the director and not the stunt choreographer for this film um, as, you know, your classic, like, shoot him up, fight, like, from start to finish type of film. Uh, writers, uh, Derek Kolstad and Shea Hatton, um, they haven't really done anything else really notable, um, so been primarily focused on the John Wick trilogy. Uh, the runtime for the movie is two hours and ten minutes. Um, so before I get started, uh, first impression thoughts on the film I know uh, so Matt, for everyone listening out there, is a huge John Wick fan. I remember him telling me, which is why he's up here, of how much he likes the the uh, franchise. So, all right, first impressions. I, knowing what I know about the John Wick trilogy, I mean, it pretty much knocked it out of the park visually for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fight scenes, that list of of former movies that the the director has done, it makes sense, right? Like, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the, the fight scenes are the kind of the pride of the movie. Yeah, um, and right. I think that like it's exhilarating, right? And right. I watched it. Um, in like an Emacs theater, oh, so yeah. big screen, and like I mean, there was times where I felt like I was in the fight. One hundred percent. Obviously, the storyline um, it lacks a little bit, um, but overall, I mean, just like a great action movie, uh, you'll leave fired up and you know wanting to run a whole right, run, <laughs> run through a wall, right, one hundred percent. Which I think was done a couple times in the movie was running through a wall. Uh, so first, I so. Because obviously, with like you said, the story sometimes lacking. I want to get all of the like this didn't make sense things out of the way first, um, because obviously there's a ton of things just like okay that didn't make sense, and I, but I don't want to keep bringing it up. So let me just get out the way now, because um, obviously the movie was made for like the the fighting is the like the pride and joy of the movie the, of the franchise really. Um, so, <laughs> so it's almost as like they took it's almost like they took like all my complaints about like man that wasn't realistic. And like just put it all in one movie. It's like they're like F you Todd for your yeah. complaints. Like we're gonna we're gonna make it unrealistic. We don't care. Um, the first group that like attacked him uh, when you know his uh, his bounty went out there. Like the the they're just both throwing knives at each other. And like for a while there, like the knives were just bouncing off of each of them. Like they right. were just like like it was nothing. I was like all right, like they were like plastic knives. And I was mm-hmm. like, what is happening here? Yep. Uh, that was one. Um, there at the end, John is like shooting. Like, there's a SWAT team that basically comes, descends upon him at the hotel, and like every like you know, it's all hands on deck at the hotel, and everyone else's bullets are just kind of bouncing off the SWAT team. John comes in, like his bullets are just like boom, just hitting them in the right spots. And I'm like, all right, guys, like what are we doing here? Um, the other thing was uh, the kill to injury ratio is insane. So like the one actually one of the better. Well, one of the best fight scenes, probably top three fight scenes in it, because you got to break it up in sections because, like, the whole movie is a fight, um, essentially. But top three for me was him and Halle Berry fighting, yep. like, 200 guys in the desert. Um, and With the dogs. With the dogs, which was sick. Um, they got very little in- – they, you know, concurred very little injury, but took out, like, 200 guys. So I was like, yo, this isn't really – it was still dope, though, with the dogs. Like, again, just you, you got to – appreciate it for what it is so like obviously they're not like yo we're gonna like write this like super deep plot it was like no we're gonna like put together a lot of really 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 great fight scenes like that are gonna knock it out of the park as far as like comparing it to any other type of fighting movie um 
And then <laughs> I was talking to my dad about this yesterday because me and him really liked the, the first two. And then, you know, obviously went to go see the third one um, separately, but but uh, but nonetheless saw it. And uh, he was like, you know, he dodged more bullets than Superman in this movie. <laughs> like, he really did, though. Like, yeah, he's like, like, John Wick is not to be toyed with. Um, and John Wick at the fi- at the very end survives this fall from the top of uh, of a roof in New York and not, definitely not a small building. Um, he somehow survives this fall. So it was like, OK, this is like. This is nuts. Yep. With that being said, uh, now that we got that out the way, the fighting. Um, if if I'm an assassin, what makes me think I can take John Wick? I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> I thought about that for a whole night after I watched the yeah. movie. I'm like, $14 million, not even worth it. No. If you're trying to go for John Wick. Like, no I way. I don't get it. And to me, if I'm going in with a crew and I see, like, if I have 50 people with me, and I see 20 people get taken out in, like, 30 seconds. Call it off. I'm out. Like, yeah, yeah like, what makes you think, like, I'm going to be the lucky one to get him? Like, I, I don't get it. And he has a reputation that precedes him. So yeah. it's not like you just see a guy and it's like, oh, he's, like, up for $14 million. got to take him out. Like, he's just some chump. Like, it's like you know who John – like, John Wick has undefeated thousands of bodies. Yeah. So, like, why would you go in? I, I just don't – I don't get it. I, I, at some point, I think, like, some of the kills – He's starting to have fun with it. Right. Like, <laughs> right. like in, in the horse barn. Yeah, right. I mean, he's just like toying with him, right? 100%. He's like dragging the dude I from the horse. And I'm yeah. just like, you've got a gun. You could have just shot him. Yeah. Right? He's having fun. He's, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah. John John was got sick. After, because at first, it, it is just like survival. Like, he's just like, I need to get out of here. Like, I need to find a way to make it. But like, yeah, but some of them, it was like, okay, since you are going to try me, like, <laughs> I'm going to make an example of you. Right. Uh, you know, the horse thing was great. They did a lot of things. It, it's almost like, this director, obviously, having done a lot of stunt choreography before, it's almost like he went into this and was like, yo, I'm about to just have, like, a ball. Like, I'm going right. to throw, like, everything in here. Like, get as creative as I can with these kills. Because you, you have to. If you have a two-hour-plus movie of a guy who, and, and obviously all of them are very much, like, you know, action-based, stuff like that, but the other ones had more of a developing story. Yeah. Um, and this one was, like, just straight up, everyone's after John Wick which it was, like, leading to in the last one that we knew this one was going to be. Um, it's just him for in the fight for his life. So if it's two hours, you got to get creative with all the ways he's killing people. Like, he can't just keep – it can't just be he shoots everyone in the head. Like, he has to be doing some stunts. And shout out to Keanu Reeves. Like, I don't know if he had, you know, uh, a stuntman or how many stuntmen or whatever, but, like, shout out to him, man. Like, he did a – they did a great job. Or, you know, the the, the – um, cinematography for it so um you know there was that uh I, I do wonder if there were always plans for three or if they got like such a great reception after one and two that prompted this because you know I saw the first one and the first one I liked like I remember watching that at home and I was like yo this is a solid movie uh, actually I think my whole family watched it and we were like yo this is pretty good uh but I didn't know, like, it developed a cult following quickly. Yeah. And I think you're, you're probably part of that. Cause, like, again, I, I like this. I like John Wick. But, like, I know you're, like, suit, like you're there, like, opening night and everything. But it has a cult following. Like, yeah. even as I was in the theater, I was watching the people come in. And it's like, I, I couldn't pin a demographic. Like, it was yeah. all old, young, different races. I mean, it just, I was like, yo, this movie is, like, and there's a ton of movies that have, obviously, good reception. But, like. Some are obvious, like like an Avengers, a Star Wars. Yep. Like, those are established brands that have been around for decades. Like, you know, I mean, there's been Marvel comics for decades. You know, Star Wars has been 
had a big splash in you know, the 70s and then has just kept continued and the ones now are just building off of that success from then. But, like, this is a new franchise. Yeah. I think it started, like, so I, my girlfriend now, when we first started dating, was like, have you seen John Wick? And yeah. This is, like, when the first one, the second one was also out, I think. Um, she's like, she's like, watch it. I was like, oh, I have to rent it. She's like, she's like, if you hate it, I will pay you back. Yeah. So I rented it, and I was like, wow, I can't believe I've never seen this movie because it's, like, right. great action. Yep. Like, storyline, you know, it's, like, obviously, right. it lacks a little bit throughout the whole trilogy, but, like, that was the one I was going for, right? Right, right. Um, and then the second one was a step up, and then, you know, I think that they might have decided, like, because you don't hear a lot about, like, the high table and yeah. the, the Assassin's Guild and stuff like that. Right. They're finally starting to build that story out a bit right. um, with the ending of three. Right. Um, obviously, leading into four, um, as we now know. Right. Uh, <laughs> I think that was, like, not part of the plan. But now they're actually building it into something that's way, way bigger Yeah. after it's taken off like this. I agree. I think I would argue that they were expecting to do two max. Like, when they first wrote out one, they probably... I'd say we're planning to do two. And, um, you know, you can tell from the frequent, like, dog references that they're obviously very in tune with, like, social media. Because after the first one, I remember, like, the memes and the jokes were like, man, this guy just, like, went nuts all over one dog. Right. And then you see, like, those jokes being made uh, frequently in two and three. So it's like, okay, they're in tune with social media. So then it's like, take it a step further. I wonder if that influenced like them to continue to make it because they saw that like people are watching this people are like in tune with it you know it's not just another action film like i think um you know you see those where it's just like like the rock is a perfect example like and you know he's just in these action films i mean whether it's like what was that one the recent skyscraper or something like that or where he's just in these movies that i didn't even see that one but it's like the same you're just watching the same thing like he's just the same character and everything yeah and even if they break you know he breaks all these records he's like the second paid highest actor and he's been on he's been he was the highest paid actor a couple years ago like he's been in the top three for like the last like five years running um but just by doing these whack movies and no one um you know but no they don't have a cult following you watch you go you get a you get a he gets you to go see it you watch it and then you know you're not rewatching that again no. like you're not going to watch like the people who did go see and were excited for you know uh, skyscraper i don't know if they're watching that 5 6 7 times over again even if they love the movie even if they love the movie yeah i don't know if, yeah i don't know if that's like one that you go back and it's like yo i'm about to like purchase a movie you're like yo you got it they're telling their friends you got to see it i got skyscraper on dvd right <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine all right they shouldn't you know what skyscraper is one of those like it should only come on they shouldn't even offer it in blu-ray it should just be dvd no straight to the yeah. the, the delta air, the de- air <laughs> right. you know sky right. entertainment right exactly <laughs> Oh, so that, that, I feel like that's the type. And, and point being is that it, they don't create, like, a culture around it. And there's not, like, memes being made about it because no one, like, really cares about it. Like, John Wick, like, I've seen a ton of stuff on social media already about it just because they have that following. Right. Um, I've seen, like, a ton of, like, pop art and yeah. memes. Yep. Yeah, it's, like, it's crazy. It is, yeah. It, it's popular, man. Um, I do th- – <laughs> I wonder, too, as far as action movies go, like, can you – can an action movie be an action movie without – a a car scene like you have to have a chase scene or something like on this one it was the it was the motorcycles which was a dope scene yeah. like they 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 find every way to every possible way to have a fight scene and kill people in this movie that i mean you have to get i will have to give them throughout this trilogy yeah. you've seen every kill possible um on betrayal a horse I yeah on a ho- i mean the horse thing like he's killing yeah. people with horses like it's crazy um if you haven't seen it like well, one, you shouldn't be listening if you haven't seen it. <laughs> We've spoiled but everything. You're right, exactly. But like a movie like this, like I could tell you the whole movie, and like you could still go and enjoy the fight scenes. Yeah. 
uh, betrayal. You have to have betrayal in a in a in a uh, action movie. Some sort of betrayal. Yeah. Um, a loved one who dies. Like there has to be some fuel, sort. Right? Yeah. The fuel yeah. for why they're killing. Exactly. Everyone. Yeah. You have to have the fuel. The the tragic backstory. And you have to have at least one fight scene that has classical music. Like, there has to be classical music for one fight scene. And sure yeah. enough, they did at the end of this one. I was like, here we go. Like, it was pretty dope, too. It was. Like, yeah. you, you know, if you hear Beethoven come on, you know they're about to get busy. Uh-huh. Like, that's just a given. Um, so all the characters, I wanted to go through them. Uh, one, uh, Boban from the Philadelphia 76ers. Just an iconic moment. <laughs> yeah, that was like, that was great that he was in it. Uh, he was in it. He was the first assassin. So, I mean, it was a big moment for him to <clears throat> come in and do that because he's the first assassin that tries to kill John Wick. Before it even – this is a bold move. Not only do you go try to kill John Wick solo, but you let him know you're – he didn't even try to surprise him. Like, he shows up, starts with some, like, monolo- you know, some dialogue with him, and then you try to kill him solo. Um, before it was even time to kill him. So he tried to, like, cheat the system, and before he was officially – like, his bounty was put up, he's like, I'm going to go in and kill you, like, early. They won't even know. Bolt move, obviously he ends up getting killed um, book, quickly. Book, book in the jaw. Yeah, but yo, yeah, that, that's book. right. Yeah, <laughs> killed with a book. That's creative. That that is creative. I had, <laughs> I've never seen that. Yeah, you got killed with a book. Uh, but um, man, that just that just threw me off. I totally forgot. Yeah, he totally just killed. He killed, broke his jaw first, and then snapped his neck with a book. Um, that was. Uh, I think he's a better actor than basketball player. Even you know he's he's not he's not the greatest bat. He's just really big. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd argue that he might he just go into acting. Um, he did a good job though. For I mean, for the few lines he had, like yeah. in the in the he's fighting on screen for fifteen seconds. Yeah, I, I give it to him, man. Um, John, uh, you know, in this movie, I and and jog my memory if you can remember, like the first two. He had a ton of nut shots in this one that I did not see in the. Fr- I don't think he had that many in the first. In the first, two. I mean, even the dogs were like going for the. They're like just going straight for the privacy. Yes, yeah, it was a lot yeah, of that. I don't remember it in the first two. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of that in this. I'm like John, like he's playing dirty. I, yeah, he's playing dirty. I don't know if I can respect. I mean, the fact that he's had a lot of legitimate kills, I can look past it. But I'm like John, come on, man, you're too skilled of a fighter to just go go right. like you're losing and it's like all right, I'm gonna go for that route. Like I'm he's like rusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> He's getting always getting tired, man. He's getting lazy with the kills, but uh, you know maybe after this next one, he, you know, in this one also something to note. He had no. This one picks up right where the second one left off. Yeah. So he had zero rest. Like it was like straight through. He's just going from kill to kill. Like he didn't like. It, it's no like time jump. Like after recovering from his injuries for a month, it was like he didn't have like an hour without action in no. this one. Like he's going, and even when he had like quote unquote rest when they, like, bring him to the high table, they cut off his finger. So, like, he didn't even have, like, any time where it was, like, all his wounds were just healed, and it's like, all right, now I'm fresh. So he's beating all these guys with, like, a limp. He's beating these people with a limp. I, I think every, every scene that he's not, like, fighting full force, like, he's, like, got a limp in yeah. the movie. Or yeah. he's bleeding or something. Or something. his face is beat up. It's cra- I mean, yeah. it's crazy. Like, yeah, he was, he was going through it. Um, Halle Berry, I haven't seen Halle Berry in forever. I thought about that when she, I was like, wow, I, I've missed you, Allie. Like, I haven't, I don't know. When's the last thing she's been in? I don't know. No idea. I can't think. I can't even think of what she's been in. It was a surprising scene when she came. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was not expecting her in the movie. Um, And then I thought she was going to have, like, one of those, like, quick, like, we see her, oh, Hallie cameo, and then, like, we go on with the rest of the movie. And then she comes, I mean, full force. She's she's in the, like I said, one of the top fight scenes in the movie. Probably the longest, one of the longest fight scenes in movies. Um... I thought it was a really funny moment when her dog gets shot. Oh, yeah. And she looks up at John. Yeah. She's like, they shot my dog. He's like, 
I understand. You're right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Was, <laughs> that was funny. That, you know, the, they keep going back to that dog thing, which is funny, and it's like... Yeah. They're, pl- I, they're, yeah, they're, they're playing it up. Yep. Uh, but that was... that. I love that scene because you do think, like, no, they took out the dog, right. and then he had on the bulletproof vest, right. and how smart the dog was to fake like he was hurt, like yep. he was actually killed. Right. He, like, plays dead. Um, so that was, like, that was amazing. Um, and the adjudicator. So they have this, like, lady who's with the, with the high table, the adjudicator. Yep. She was really pressing her luck, uh, in my opinion. Like, obviously, she has the power of the high table and, like, you know, the, the seniority there. But, like, if she's just somewhere without any protection and she's, like, saying, like, a sentencing, sentencing an assassin to death in your face and, like, you know you can, like, take her out, that's a bold move. Like, I'm not going without backup, like, if I'm her. I just think that, like, I think she thinks she's protected from the high table. Like, if they take her out, they're going to have to answer to busloads of armed right. men. Right. So I think that's why. Yeah. Um, I didn't necessarily like her character. I think no, that, like, I didn't either. It wasn't very menacing. Like, no. I, I, I didn't feel intimidated by her. I felt like, right. kind of like she was, like, kind of quirky and, like, I don't know. Um, I feel like they could have made her more, like, mean. Agree, yeah. Uh, who was the when, – when John went to get his – punch his ticket to Casablanca – Oh like that yeah, old woman. Like she was like yeah, she was she had me. Nervous. She had some power, right? Like yeah, that's, that, I felt like more you know intimidated by her than yeah. actual the adjudicator. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, no, she. I mean, you had to go through like first of all, you had to go in this room of like all her guys just standing there before you even get to her, and then you had to go through all these rooms to meet with her. Like yeah, she she definitely seemed like someone you didn't want to mess with. Like anyone who is just like her entire job is just like overseeing ballet. Like that just seems like a villain type thing to do. Like. Um, so her, yeah, she wasn't very menacing. Um, I don't want to. I don't know if I want to get to this character yet, or I'll go back. I'll circle back to the sushi chef. Oh yeah, um, I got a lot of. I yeah. got a lot to say about you. Right, that guy. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll save him for last because okay. uh, I I have a lot about the sushi chef as well. Um, Morpheus, aka the Bowery King, he'll also he'll always be Morpheus to me. Yep. Um, I was really, I was really, really pissed when I thought he died. He actually, you know, he ended up. We find out that he he lived and survived his like seven cuts, uh, his punishment from the high table. But um, I was really pissed when I thought he died. Uh, I do respect that he never, uh, well, Game of Thrones reference here, bent the knee. He never bent the knee to the high table. Yep. Um, he took his cuts like a man, and then ended up living. Um, and I think, you know. He's he's definitely in the in the goat convos when it goes to the different characters in John. I mean, obviously John is top, but he's definitely in those goat convos because I mean he stayed true uh, and he lived. He stayed true and he lived. So I have to respect that. Um, Winston, you know, he backstabbed John, but you know I, I can't hate the player. I hate the game. Uh, you know, he he tried to. So I have a I have a question about this because yeah. so at the end, yeah, when Winston shoots John, yeah. I was under the impression that he was doing it so John would fall off and live because uh, he, yeah. So I thought that like, okay, Winston knows the high table is going to try and kill John, right? Give him a chance to escape. But I was talking to my girlfriend and she was like, no, Winston backstabbed him, yeah, because of what the Bowery King said to him when he arrived. And he said, if I was him, I would have done the same thing, right? Talking about Winston. So I don't know. I don't know what your take is on that. Yeah. If he actually backstabbed him. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah. but I was like, would Winston really do that? I, fe- I felt betrayed. Right, me. right, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm same. So I went, I went through that same. I think line of like line of thinking like you did. Like I saw him do that, and I was like, oh, this is like he's only doing that because he knows like he has a bulletproof suit, right? And you know he's gonna fall and like catch something, 
And then when he actually like hit the ground, I'm like, obviously we knew he didn't actually die. Like we knew they were not gonna let John Wick die. He'd be fine. But when he actually hit the ground, I'm like, and he's just like, oh whatever. I'm like, whoa, like did you actually just think you killed him? Like, were we trying to help him escape? I was confused. And then like you said, at the end there, when Morpheus is like, you know, I would have did the same thing, you know, whatever. I was like, uh, what he? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's. But and then also you see that. But then you also at the end you see him go like, you know, uh, Baba Yaga and just like shrugs his shoulders and he's right. like, so he does know that like you know, yeah. John's gonna be cool, gonna be fine no matter what. So, I don't know. I, I'd like to think that Winston was like, I'm doing this for my interest, but at the same time, like John, I know you're a big boy and can handle yourself against anything. So like, yeah. I'm giving yeah. So maybe he was giving him a head start. I did think that the Winston scenes when John and the uh, concierge were out fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Every time they'd come back in, he just was, like, sitting there with the classical <laughs> right. music on. I just, it was hilarious. He was me. just chilling, yeah. And they came in, they were just, like, beat up. They're like, we need bigger guns. Or, like, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's just sitting there drinking. Yeah, that was that was insane. I was like, that is that is just boss level yeah. 500 if you're doing that. Uh, okay, Sushi Chef. Um, <laughs> hey, you know, I had a lot of thoughts. Um... He he was nothing to mess with. Let's start with that. He was nothing to toy with. Um, I I don't know why John would go into a house of mirrors against him and his army. Uh, his ar- his squad was about it. His squad yeah, was dude. nothing to toy with. When they uh, were like plowing through the Bowery King's <sighs> army, I was like, oh okay, man. Good. Yeah, no, <clears throat> it was literally like the League of Shadows and Batman. Like they, they yeah. these guys were ninjas popping li- out of the shadows. Just, I mean, they weren't even, I don't even know if any of them, minus fighting John, I don't know if any of them took a step back when they were fighting. Like, I think it was all forward. Like, it was no hesitation. It was no struggle. They just were going through, like, his students were just going through, just I mean, going the, through. The camera pans for the whole shot, and they're moving. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. Just slicing through people. 100%. Uh, yeah, when you have samurais, like, it's just, it's going down. Um, when they were fighting John, and his students at this point were fighting John at the end. And it was, what's really funny, too, is how, uh, you know, they're, they're treating John as if he's like Michael Jordan. Like, it's like everyone's so excited. To, it's almost like when AI crossed Jordan and he was, just like, so honored to be on the same court with Jordan. Right. It's like they were just so honored to be fighting against John. Like, they're all fans of John. Like, even the samurai, uh, the sushi chef guy. Like, he's a fan of John. Like, well, he's... It started when he was, like, when they... First, get to the Continental. Right. Like, talk to Winston, <laughs> and he like sits next to him. Right. And he's like, "I'm such a big fan." Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I like provided this comic relief, but I was like, "Oh, this guy's not like." It took away the menacing aspect. It of did him take again. A, um, and like I think he ended up taking it too far, but like it was yeah. actually funny at first because it was like, okay, John Wick is like this mythical creature, right? Uh, mythical figure to these these fighters, right? <clears throat> no, but, that is yeah, true. It like continued, right? When the, even when he was fighting his 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 students, yeah, they like stopped that fight, and they're like, "We're just so happy to be yeah. fighting, We're honored to be fighting you, right?" Um, and then I, I think the sushi chef gets a little weird because he's like, he's like, he's like, "We're the same pe- person, like, yeah, whatever." Um, it got a little weird. Um, it did, and it does take away from the like him looking at him as like a real like a true villain, a right? true villain, exactly. Yeah. Same, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think when they uh, when they as soon as he did that in the in the Continental, as soon as he sat right next to him and says, I'm a really big fan, right. all this stuff, from that point on, it was like, you've lost. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's like a bat, like, again, going back to basketball, like, 
you know, uh, like LeBron has said, like, when I see the, the guy guarding me has my shoes on, it's like, all right, like, I already right. got him beat. Like, you know what I mean? You just, you don't respect it. Like, yeah. it's like, it's not a fight anymore. You have, you're wearing my sneakers. Like, right. so you're, I think. You're a fan of me. Right, uh, yeah. yeah. So I think that's kind of what happened there. So the, that whole time, I mean, again, you know John's not going to lose. But, you know, as soon as he did, I'm like, man, it's not even about to be close. Like, you're a fan. You're a, literally a fan, a student of John. Like, you, you, you have no chance. Um, an old man actually did that to me. Uh, so I'm, I'm in Starbucks the other day working, and um, old man, plenty of seats open. Old man comes, sits right next to me, um, and doesn't get Starbucks, mind you. He pulls out his lunch. He's went to the store. He has, like, a Gatorade. Uh, no, no, he had a Powerade. He had, like, a Nestle like milk, like strawberry milk thing, uh, a sandwich, like a pre-made sandwich that's like in wrapping, uh, Pringles, like I'm just, I'm, I can remember all this stuff that he just pulls out of this grocery bag, sits it down, sits it out. Um, I don't know if he was, I think he was OCD. He had like, he had to put his like napkin down a specific way and lay all his food out like on different napkins. Um, and then when he was done with his drink, like he kept, uh, like he just kept str- like with the straw to... <laughs> And then, like, went back to it, like, did it, like, five times, and then until it was all gone. And, like, he took him an hour. He smelled bad. Have you ever heard of smell? This is really bad, but smelled old people who smell like they're de- decaying. Yes. Like, it's, this is I know is what him. you're talking about. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this it's, was him. It's a thing. It's a, yeah, it's definitely a thing. And <laughs> it was just, he was, it was, I was so frustrated. I hate when people sit right next to me. Like, I hate, like, invasion of my personal space. But anyway, it made me think of that in the while I was watching the movie. Because uh, I actually went to the movie after leaving Starbucks. So it was funny that I saw that scene. And I'm like, that's what, like, literally just came from that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his, uh, you know, being honest, when I started seeing, so when I saw the sushi chef and his students going out and killing people, um, I knew that he was going to, obviously, you knew he was going to be, the like, the main villain, right? Like, you, like, the... Uh, adjudicator went to him specifically right. and, you know, asked for him to, to fight John. So, you know, that was kind of going to be like the main boss. Um, I knew he was going to give John fits because John's uh, fighting style is primarily like with the gun. Like, like he's best with the gun. And then, but even hand-to-hand combat, a lot of times he's using his strength, you know, more than anything. Because obviously, even in this, especially in this one, because he's injured. So he can't really use speed on his side. He's not going to use quickness on his side, but more like, Strength and just technique. So this guy, I'm like, okay, this guy probably out techniques him, like with his, uh, with his martial arts, and obviously he has a sword as an extension of him. So if John doesn't have a gun and they're just going head to head, it's gonna be he's gonna give John problems, uh, which which he did. But John, obviously being he's stronger than him, so I'm like, this guy has to keep his distance, but he didn't. So then once they got like grappling. That's where John had the the upper hand, yeah. but I knew it was gonna be <clears throat> the whole time I'm watching. I'm like, this guy's gonna give John problems. Even the students, you know, gave John some problems. Like that's the first time you really saw John get like take some licks. Cause the whole movie really, he's not really taking any licks no. from anyone. He's not taking any mess. <clears throat> so, but his students, it's like, okay, cool. They have the technique, so John's gonna have to just outman them to a, to a point, which he ended up doing. Uh, but but he was nothing. He's nothing to toy with. Yeah. He was nothing, I would not want to fight him. Yeah. I would not want to fight him. I did. I mentioned this. When did I mention this? A couple podcasts ago. I would like to see more. Um, bringing back some more of the like samurai 
like with a sword movies. Fighting movies? Yeah. Okay. I like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like yeah. I, I do like those. I like those movies. Um I like like the Jackie Chan all his, doing all his stunts. Right. Like that's impressive. Like that's just so Super cool. Impressive. Yeah. Um it would be dope if they I'm I'm fine with even if they start getting like really like I mean this one was definitely the worst in terms of like plot. It was I mean it was no plot. It was just like there were a bunch of fighting and they like threw in some dialogue almost <laughs> it felt like, but Yeah. Like I would go see a fourth one. Um, I'd go see a fourth one that brought in like Jackie as like Jackie Chan as like his partner to like I don't know do something. And even though we know like okay this is about to be silly, like I don't care because Jackie doesn't mess around and Jackie does all his own stunts. So like that. Can would Jackie be... still move like he used to though? That is true. Jackie might be. I, so tell. so <laughs> I watched a movie with Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville. Forgot what it was called. Honestly. Yeah, what is that one? Yeah, but. Jackie's like old, but I think it was like probably released like three or four years ago. Okay. Jackie can still move. Okay. Not as well as he used to. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I was impressed. I was like, okay, yeah. Jackie's got a couple, you know, gray hairs, but he's moving. Right. Um, don't recommend watching the movie because <laughs> Johnny Knoxville's terrible in it. Right. But, uh, anyways. Oh, uh, that's I, I would also be down for uh, a Keanu and, and Jackie collaboration. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean, they're doing a, a Rush Hour 4, so. Yeah. He's got to do. He's got to have something in the tank left. Right. But yeah, maybe he's gonna give it all to that rush hour four and then call it quits. But how old is Jackie Chan? I gotta wait. I, you know what? I'm looking that up right now. Right. Um, yeah. Stay tuned, people. Uh, Jackie Chan age. Jackie Chan, 65. I don't know why I thought. He, I feel like he's been around so long. It's not necessarily that he looks really bad and that he moves. But obviously, he's moving great for a 65 year old. But that's crazy. I would assume that he was like 80 because just because he's. I feel like he's been around for forever. Right. I feel like he was like an old samurai master when I was like five. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, moving around great for, for that. For forty years, he didn't age. He just yeah, no the same age. And yeah. Then... <laughs> now he's aging. Right. Now he's he's decided to let himself go, right. quote unquote. Um, it's, it's his own decision. Though. Yeah, right. <laughs> he decides when he ages. I feel like you can't. I feel like if you know martial arts, you can decide when you age. Yeah. Um, well, honestly, so and that goes back to the the when the samurai guy or the sushi chef gets stabbed and he's sitting on his knees there. Oh yeah. I felt like he was doing some sort of meditating or something because he was like still breathing and yeah. like talking to John. And I'm like, dude, you got a knife in your heart. Right. <laughs> I was like, how are you talking? That was insane, man. I, I do think there is something to be said. I don't know how it all works, but like with mental toughness, like how they teach like martial arts, like who are really good at it, right. the mental toughness to like almost have superhuman like abilities. Right. And I, it, it would be really cool to go back. I mean, obviously, it's too late for me. Like, I'm, like you get to a certain age, it's like they probably just turn you away. Like, you're too old to, like, to, like make it second nature. Yeah. But, like, you know, I'll probably just make my kids, like, you're, like, as soon as they turn, like, three months, like, they're going, I'm just shipping them off to, like, karate school, karate boarding school. And it's like, I, don't, I won't see them again till yeah. they're, like, 18. That's fine because at least I don't know yeah. that I've prepared my kids for uh, – I don't know what I'm preparing them for because I don't know where you use those skills. But I'm <laughs> at least I gonna, I, I'd like to find that that wrestling camp that John went to, obviously. Right. Yeah. With the Romanians <laughs> and just send my kids there. Right. Yeah. I'm mean, gonna like, say yeah. Send them back in like five years and they'll just be ass kickers. <laughs> right. Like, maybe they use it. Maybe they don't. But like just in case. Yeah. Nobody's gonna mess with them. How pissed would you be if like you send your son and, and daughter to that and it's like okay you're going to fight guys all day and you're gonna do ballet, do ballet. like. <laughs> I'll be like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, my favorite quote of the movie is, uh, how can you fight the wind? And how, how do you crush a mountain? When they said that to John, and John is just like, and he goes out right. and then like, does well, literally gonna... that. Yeah, right? <laughs> and found, finds the high, uh, high table again and all that. That was dope. My, my favorite quote 
and this is a throwback to the um, the Matrix movies. Yeah. When he when Winston's like, okay, what do you need? When they're right. talking about the high table coming, and he's like, I need guns, lots of guns. Yeah. <laughs> he does the same scene in the Matrix when they're heading into the Matrix. And so oh, yeah, what do you say? What do you, was it? He goes, he's like, I need guns, lots of guns, or something. Yeah. Some iteration of that. Right. Um, oh, I don't because even remember that. Yeah, everyone in the theater was like cheering. Oh, that's nuts. Because they like recognized the throwback right. scene. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I wonder when, when they say, a couple people like, like laughed or whatever when they. Uh, you like, why are you, why are you laughing? Yeah, I was, I was like, <laughs> oh, like that's cool, but like, okay, I gotta, you know, I gotta go back and watch that trilogy because it came out when I was like, it, like I watched it when I didn't understand it. There's movies like that that. Um, that I watched again. I watched when it came out, but like, but two, two, you know, I was third grade or something like yeah. that. So I saw it, but I didn't really understand what was going on. I was super confused. So I got to go back and watch them. Um, then, uh, oh, also, I need to start making blood oaths with people. That's what I realized too. Like, that is a great way. I'm just gonna start carrying around. Like, yeah. if I got your thumbprint, like, okay, you yeah. owe me a favor. Like, and yep. I'm just gonna show it to you. Like, that's that's some serious stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like, pe- people are never like keep their word these days. So. No. How do you solve that? Blood oath. Yeah, right? <laughs> yep. You can't back out of a blood oath. Like, I don't know if it, m- it makes it any, like, more real, but, like, that makes it legit. Like, I have your blood in this compass thing. Like Compass thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Was, I'm like, that's a thing that assassins do. Um, also, question. Are there actual assassins? And in that independent of, like, governments, like, obviously, like, I, you know, governments, I believe, have their own, like, CIA slash assassin leagues, but, like, what do... Are there actual, like, does that exist still? Probably. Probably so, yeah. There's right. a reason we don't know about it, though. You, that's true, right? <laughs> like, how does that work? How do, like, hitmen and assassins, like, how's that work? I actually, I don't You know what? If you are out there listening, you're a hitman or assassin, I, I don't want to know. Actually, don't explain it. Don't come find me to explain Maybe it to me. Maybe it's better that we Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, actually, I'm fine not knowing. <laughs> Unless you're recruiting me to, to teach me. Um, that's the only way I want to know. No, it's... You pass the limit. Yeah, but right, exactly. I would be so, I would be trash. I'd be so bad. Um, also, I was thinking, like, if, if the concierge guy, like, if he dies, I was going to be super mad if he died, too. Yeah. Um, he was, I love that character because yeah. throughout the whole trilogy, you're like, all right, this, this dude's cool. Like, right. he's always taking care of John, taking care of John's dog. And then at the end, when you're like, oh, this dude's going to fight? Yeah. And he, like, just kicks ass. Yeah. I was like, He's not messing right, around. This is one of my favorite characters now. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I respect him. Yep. That was that was necessary, like to kind of show like he's about like, don't get it twisted, even though he's like the friendly, <laughs> yeah, like he's got the glasses on, he's nice. But yeah. He'll fuck you up. Yeah, hundred percent. Like he's like the, the you know, he's the neutral guy. Right. You know what I mean? He's the neutral guy. He wants no beef. So to show that like even our concierge is about it and packing, like when it comes to like this assassin world, like that was dope. Um also, something I realized, you you know, you got to take care of yourself if you're an assassin. Um, when you see some of the stuff they're doing and just, like, the way they're keeping up, like, you got to have some g- a good cardio regimen. You got to be eating lean. If you're, if you're, you're doing a lot of movement. You can't have heavy, can't like, slow down. No, no, you're not no eating, bur- like, no heavy, you know, no burgers, no pasta. Like, you're not having a big bowl of spaghetti before going out there. Uh, exfoliating. These guys' skin. The, the sushi chef? Skin flawless, oh, man. Like, yeah. he's, ex- he's exfoliating. Uh, hair care products. You know, hair is on point for a lot of these people. I mean, you saw, what's her name, the, the short-haired, uh, the adjudicator. Yep. Like, you got to keep that short hairstyle up. Like, she's on the move. Uh, getting massages. John needs a massage. So he has to be seeing a chiropractor. His gait is all messed up when he's walking. Right, <laughs> right. He's limping. It's it, all messed up, He's for sure out of line. Under, under out of line. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. They got to, uh, you got to keep it up, man. This assassin lifestyle is more than just killing people. It's about... 
Uh, it's about keeping your body right. So something I noticed for sure. Um, so, you know, in conclusion for the movie, um, I thought it should have been the final one. Uh, when I walked out of there, I was like, you know, let, let's end it here. Uh, great fighting, probably the best fighting one of the three. But the story got to a point where I thought, like, this is, come on, we got to do better than this, guys. Like, you guys got too lazy on this front. So, like, let's just end it here. Call the trilogy. Um, that is not the case. They have Lionsgate announced that they that they have a release for four in like 2021. The day after. The yeah, day we're literally, yeah. <laughs> so, they uh, that is happening, 2021. Um, I, at this pace, since they're going to do four and just projecting the, the route they're going to go with it, and the fact that they have this strong cult following that's going to continue to see it, I, they might mess around and do this. Might mess around and be like a um, uh, uh, Fast and Furious deal. Like this might be like a seven. It's, they, I thought about that too. Yeah, that dawned on me when the last scene happened, and I was like, "Oh, there's gonna be another one." Yeah. Um, and I think like the writers are they've got it made because yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of script they write, how bad it is. Like, no, they've got a following now. Right. And like as long as they can keep the stunts and fighting up, like people will go see that all day. Exactly. Like that you have. You know, I mean, and that's, I guess, marketing or business at its best. Like, you know your market. Like, yep. you know who you're, who you're um, creating the movie for. So once you know that, you just tailor it to that. So, again, they're not writing it for – and, I, you know, I love action films as well. But, like, if they, to give me another one of what I just watched, I'll watch it for sure. I won't go to the theater to see it. I'll watch it on, like, Netflix. I'll watch it at home, HBO. I'll watch it. But, um, but for me to go to a theater – to go see just like a fight them, shoot them up. Now, you know what? What I will say though is it is different experiencing that. And like you said, the Emacs, yeah, it is different because I, I I lost some hearing, but I did, I wasn't mad. I lost some hearing in this movie, uh, but it is something to be said for that type of action. You can't you can only truly appreciate like action movies in theater. Same thing with like horror films, like a certain type of films. Like you can watch a romance movie at home. It's not going to change in the theater. Right. Like you may you just want to see it first, but like it's the same thing at home. A drama, same thing at home. Action films, horror films, theater is different. The yeah. sound, the surround sound is different. Um, Could change your perception of the movie for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Like if I would have saw Endgame, like Avengers Endgame at home, like I, I probably would have missed like some. It wouldn't have, the effect wouldn't have been different. Where you mm -hmm. can control the the sound and again the distraction. I mean, is, could you imagine watching like Game of Thrones? Oh, in like the Emacs. Oh my gosh. Dang! Now you have me wanting to watch Game of Thrones in the email. They they need to do that. I mean, I was I won't even I'd get pay down. I paid five bucks to go see an episode. Like yeah, but I probably would not, not the final. Not one, the final. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the uh, Battle of the Bastards. I'm yeah. yes. You yeah. you have my take my money. Yeah. I will be there. That would be dope. Uh, I go watch that now. If they they can start doing it. if they really just wanted to get like greedy with the money, they could start doing that. They can start from episode one like. Just do, do an episode every every no. uh, Saturday night. I'm there. Five bucks. I'm thinking through that now. Hey, if you're a movie theater, hey, pay us for that idea. <laughs> pay Matt. Make sure Matt gets some of that. Give me some of the cut just because it's my podcast. But patent pending on that one. So. Yeah, AMC theaters. Imagine one of you all pick that up. Reach out to HBO. Say, hey, can we play these episodes like in numerical order each week? Like in the Emacs theater, that's a win-win. Everyone's people, making a lot of money off that for sure. Hundred percent. I all because all the people, the people who really appreciate it, are the people who have seen it. Right. So we've watched it now. I'd go back and watch that for sure. And it becomes a whole nother like we experience it all together again. Yep. Um, Maybe so, they rewrite the last season. Right. Yeah. Know. Right. Just yeah. Just by the, the time we're done. <laughs> by the time we're there, you got some time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You guys got some. You guys got eight more years to come up with another eight <laughs> season, man. Um, 
So as I was watching this too, uh, again, you know what you're going to get with this. So if you're going to go see it, just know that you're getting to shoot them up. Like now it's almost like fool me once, shame on you. Like, you know the direction they're going now. So if you go see four, know what you're getting. Um, not great writing, but high level, if not top of class. Again, <laughs> with this director who's done all these other films, you're getting top class action. Yep. Uh, so know that you're getting that in fighting. Um, I, uh, again, I applaud them for sticking to their audience. I've decided that, I've said this multiple times on the podcast, that I'm going to write my own movie and produce my own movie at some point. Um, I've now narrowed it down to which two options I'm going to do. Um, I'm either going to write a love story that has personal meaning that will like probably do a Sundance uh, Sundance Festival, but like won't really make any real money. But it's just like okay, this is personal to me. I don't really care. Or B, I'm going to do an action film that features The Rock. Um, spend very little money on writers, uh, but spend a ton of money on uh, the trailer um, and effects. Like Medellin in Entourage. Yes. Yes. So, yep. Exactly. That's the. <laughs> Like, can we, make, right, a good, can we yeah. make a good trailer? Yeah. Like, yep. That's it. Sell the trailer. That's all you got to do. Sell the trailer. Exactly. <laughs> I did go see that. Was, I actually never watched the show. I'm trying to watch the movie. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, I got I got to go back and watch the show, though. Yeah, but um, I've seen a couple episodes of the show, but I have to watch it from start to finish. But uh, but yes, exactly like that. Um, yeah, I, you know, I feel like that. I mean, you can. That's what The Rock does. You know, you have some, yep. some good fight scenes, and it's The Rock, and it has a good trailer. Sometimes a good trailer. Sometimes it's not even that. So... I'm going to go one of those two routes. Um, do you think it is fair to put John Wick in the GOAT combos as far as it like like the Jason Bournes and that type of... Oh, that's tough. And not not movie-wise, just him as a character and his oh, ability to kill. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think I think John Wick takes out Jason Bourne. I think, I, just based off of what... I don't know if anyone has a higher kill number. Yeah. I don't know if anyone so has a higher kill number. I don't know <laughs> what the kill count was for, for movie three. I know yeah. that it was like... Two, uh, upwards of 200 in movie two. Oh, and then they went like, up, yeah. Yeah. So. They went up in this one. I would, I would be, I, I was wondering that as I was, as I meant I was to look watching, it up before I got here. Yeah. But yeah, he's up there. Yeah. That, I, um, as I'm watching, I was thinking, like, I, should I start counting in? I was like, no, someone else is obviously going to count this. Like, so let me not waste my time. I was going to start, I was going to, for you Have all. A little clicker every Yeah, time. right? <laughs> for the listeners, I was going to start counting, but I did not. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so. What would you give this movie scale of one to ten? Nine. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's yeah. it's tough, right? It, it, I think if you're looking at just the action, it's a, it's a twelve, right? Like, it's, right. it's insane. Right. I think the storyline is not there, but you kind of have to know that heading into it. Right. Um, it's not going to be, it's not like incredible acting by Keanu, um, which is fine because you know he makes up for it in his action. Right. Right. I gave it. it I gave it a harsh rating, but I went off of again movie. Please understand listening to the review where my mind is at with this so i gave it a 5.8 out of 10 very low rating but that's as a movie like i'm rating it as an all-around movie again if you and it is tough like you said it's really tough because on the scale of just its writing and its content and delivery not the greatest but as far as like fighting appealing to their audience again the scenes i mean you there is second to none as far as like the the writing and the in the um 
the stunt choreography, second to none. I'm a so, like very said, biased yes. watcher, too. I'm yeah. part of the cult that right, yeah, Matt talks about. Yeah, like, Matt is part of the cult. So it's if, like... If they came out with 30 John Wick movies, I would be at every single one opening night. <laughs> Even if I hated them at some point and was like, oh, there's another one. I have to go see it now. Right. It's just, that's it. I'd give it a 10 out of 10 every time. So That's fair. That's, that, my, that's where my nine rating comes out of. At least you're honest. You know, you're honest. I know and, who I am. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know who you are. They know who you are. They know their target audience. <laughs> Uh, I give it a 5.8, and I'd say to watch it on Netflix. I know Matt will probably tell you to go see it opening night. Um, again, if you know who you are and you are a part of this demographic, I agree with him. Go check it out opening night, and there is no way around it. The best experience for this movie will be the biggest theater you can find, yep. right? So uh, I do agree with that. Um, upcoming movies you're excited for? Ooh, uh, the trailer for It too was when I gotcha, saw it yeah. when we were in the, the theater. Uh, pretty pumped for that. I saw the first one in theaters. Mm -hmm. Scared the balls off of me. Yeah. So really excited <laughs> for, for the uh, the second one. Yeah. Yeah. No. That 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 uh, trailer definitely shook me. Um, <laughs> mine, which I saw this trailer in the in the theater too. Angel has fallen. Uh, with um, really. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So <laughs> Have you seen the first ones? I saw the first. You know what? I saw the first one, and the first one I was like, I actually ripped to shreds. <laughs> I, ri I ripped the first one to shreds. I didn't fin I didn't watch the second one, uh, but I heard the second one was better. Uh, but I will, you know, that that third one, they they're getting me with the trailer, man. It's it's they got a Gerard Butler, Morgan Freeman. Right, Morgan I'm like, Freeman, you gotta, yeah. I gotta. It's kind of they kind of got the the Jason Bourne kind of storyline going, where he's like someone turned like he's actually Brett the bad guy. He right. someone framed him. And he's got to figure a way out. So that one got me. I you know we'll see if I go see it in theaters. It got me hyped though in the trailer. So. Yeah. I think we'll, we'll the see. acting might not be where you want it to be. That is that is true. I but probably would be disappointed. I saw. I think I saw like bits and pieces of the first one, and I was like, oh yeah, it's a it's a Gerard Butler. Action yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent, man. He maybe he should go back to doing a. Uh, what is the name of that movie that he has with uh, Catherine Heigl? That's like a romance. It's like a rom com. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about, but I it's don't uh, what it's uh, dang it. I can see the movie poster. I can't remember it, but maybe you should go back. to That wasn't bad, so maybe you should go back to that. Those type of movies. Honestly, Law Abiding Citizen with Gerard. Whoa, Butler. that was that's his best movie. Uh, three hundred, three hundred. But Law yeah, but but Law Abiding Citizen was like was a better movie. Yeah. It was a better actual movie. Right. Yeah, three hundred was more like I, I'm a Spartan, action. so like right. yeah, in action. Uh, Law Abiding Citizen is definitely one of my top movies. Like I think yeah. about that movie often. Like when I think about someone, like when I think, oh, I want to get revenge on someone. How would I do it? Yeah, it would be that. He 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 wrote the playbook for how to get revenge on somebody. Yeah. I think of like. The consistencies between John Wick does it in a little bit different way, but like it's really about his revenge on people, right? right. For most of the, the trilogy, um, and so I think of Law Abiding Citizen in that same way. He's just like kind of like off the rails, taking everyone out. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, that was that was actually man, I gotta rewatch that. I might yeah, rewatch it this one. weekend, man. Yep. I do <laughs> like a Law Abiding Citizen. Um, all right, that's all I had, peeps. Uh, appreciate you com for coming up here, Matt. Uh, until next week, peace. <laughs>